Coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, it is official. Quarterback Derek Carr has been released from the Silver and Black, so for the first time in nine seasons, the Raiders will be looking for a new starting quarterback. We'll talk about the release post. We'll talk about traits that the Raiders should be looking for in the next starting quarterback. Your calls and texts will close out the show. It's all coming up on Wednesday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, February 15th, 2023. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just win. You're a win as a raider. Pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Hey, welcome in Raider Nation to another edition of the Lockdown Raider Podcast. Thank you so much for making the show your first listen each and every day. Remember, you can find the Lockdown Raider Podcast free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, thanks to my man Ari, does a great job every day making sure we're up on YouTube, looking good on YouTube, sounding good on YouTube. You can check him out on Twitter at Ari Produces. Go ahead and give him a follow and shout him out with a few comments if you do have them. We definitely appreciate that. And I want to remind you that today's edition of the Lockdown Raiders podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM. If you ever dream of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise, this is the game for you. You want to download it? Just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the App Store. All listeners of the Lockdown Raiders podcast get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON. That's all caps, and it's in the game store. Check it out today, the Ultimate Football GM. Of course, I'll tell you a lot more about them later on in the show. And before we get into the teeth of the show, do want to apologize for getting it up a little bit later than normal. Of course, on Tuesday, it was Valentine's Day. So uh, after a week away in Phoenix, Arizona for the radio row, I wanted to make sure that the wife had a really good Valentine's Day, had some friends in from Texas, and we uh, met up with them and uh, went to a really nice restaurant that was inside the Venetian here in Las Vegas. And so I had a really good, like I said, Valentine's night. And so by the time I got back to the home studio and was able to knock out the shows a little bit later, but I do appreciate you bearing with me. But let's go ahead and jump right into the show. And it became official on Tuesday, as we already knew. It's not like it was some kind of big surprise, but Derek Carr officially released from the Raiders on Tuesday. Think about that. The guy who was drafted in the second round in 2014 is no longer with the silver and black. Adam Schefter tweeted out, Raiders officially informed quarterback Derek Carr. He's been released. Team released him before the $40.4 million in his contract became guaranteed today. Carr is now a free agent and is expected to draw interest from the Saints and Panthers, amongst others. Again, that was from Adam Schefter on Twitter. And then a little bit later on, uh, the, the Raiders actually put out a statement. It wasn't a major statement. It was short and sweet and right to the point. Said, we have a lot of respect for Derek Carr, what he's meant to the Raiders organization for the last nine years. Derek has done great things in this league, and we're thankful to have been able to work with him this past year. He's a true professional. We appreciate his hard work and striving to produce the results we all desire. We wish Derek and his family all the best in the future. Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler. And that's it. Short, sweet, and to the point. So now, again, something that we already knew. Ever since that uh, that Christmas Eve game against the Steelers, and then the following week he was already benched, and Jared Stidham closed out the regular season the last two games against the 49ers and against the Chiefs, respectfully, at Allegiant Stadium. It was a done deal records. You knew that it was going to ultimately uh, boil down to him being released. Uh, there were hopes that maybe a team would trade for him, but just didn't make a whole lot of sense to see him get traded. So now he's out there on the open market. The good thing for Derek Carr, he gets a free month, not a free month, but a, head, a month head start uh, as far as being able to visit with teams, maybe gauge their interest on if they want him or not. I don't think he'll be their first option. I believe Aaron Rodgers is going to be the big fish for all the teams across the league that may need a, a quarterback and hoping that they can get him from Green Bay. Because, look, Aaron Rodgers is not a free agent. 
So he would have to be traded for. He's under contract with Green Bay. So if they decide, you know what, we're not going to trade him, then they're not going to trade him. And then Derek Carr would become free agent number one. He'd be the option number one. I do believe out of all the quarterbacks that are available, if you're looking at Derek Carr, you're looking at Jimmy G, you're looking at Baker Mayfield, Jacoby Brissett, you know, guys like that, Derek Carr is going to be option number one. So he's going to have plenty of suitors. But the good thing, like I mentioned for him, he has a month advanced little head start uh, as opposed to all the other quarterbacks that I named because they cannot go and start talking to teams and trying to sign with teams until the new league year, which is March 15th. Derek Carr is out on the open market. He's free and available, and he can sign immediately. I think he's going to take his time, but he's, he's, he has the option to sign as soon as he wants to if he finds a place that he wants to play. And I'm not one of these guys. I'm not going to be that guy, even though some people will take my words and twist them up and you know make it sound like I'm trying to dog Derek Carr. I won't. I'm going to thank him. I didn't dog him on the radio. Uh, it was nine years. He sustained the position for a lot of Raider Nation. He's the only quarterback that they really knew because that's just who it was ever since 2014. It was Derek Carr, so you know it kind of is what it is. Uh, I respect him for everything he did. I wish him nothing but luck for no, no matter where he goes. This staff just decided it was time to move on. So it's a new chapter, you know, and that's the thing about sports. That's the thing about the NFL. Players come and go. I mentioned it before on, I believe, Tuesday's show, Monday's show, and many other shows. I was a Raider fan before Derek Carr. I'll be a Raider fan after Derek Carr. I know some people are mad at that situation. Some people are pissed off at the Raiders and saying, you know what, I'm not going to be a Raider fan anymore. And that's your objective. And that's your thing. That's your, that's your you know, option. And that's okay. Whatever you feel the case is, again, I have nothing but respect for Derek Carr. I think he's going to do good things wherever he goes. And we'll just see how it all shakes out. I believe this breakup is good for not only the Raiders, but also good for Derek. Uh, he's dealt with a whole lot uh, with this organization. Some, they set him up for failure at times, and he did the best he could with it. And, of course, we all remember last year where he went through hell and high water to get the Raiders to the playoffs, given all the crazy circumstances that they had to deal with. So that's something that you can never take away from him. But ultimately, this new regime did not believe that he was worth the $40 million guarantee that he had coming up on his contract. So they decided it was time to move on, and that's fine. So now they've got to move on, and they've got to find and fill that void at the quarterback position. Is it going to be with a veteran? Is it going to be with a rookie? Is it going to be with a combination of the both? We just don't know. There's plenty of options out there. We've all talked about the plenty of options that they have for a very long time, right? So we know that there's plenty of options that they, they can pursue as far as the quarterback position goes, but they at the same time still need to make sure that they address the rest of the team because the team is not a well-oiled machine. It's not a, a finished product. It's not one of those situations where, okay, once you get that quarterback situation taken care of, now you're going to be ready to go to the playoffs and make a deep run. No, they've got a lot of areas of the team that they've got to fill. But, I mean, as far as Derek Carr goes and what he's done with the Raiders organization, I mean, the guy leaves the organization with plenty of records, right? And I know that records are, are great if you're winning and you're winning playoff games and you have an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. That just ultimately didn't happen. No playoff victories and only one playoff uh, you know, visit for Derek Carr. 2016, when he made the playoffs, obviously he wasn't able to go there because he broke his leg in that game on Christmas Eve against the Indianapolis Colts. So he didn't get to play in 2016 and then played in 2021 and was one and done, lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. And we all know how that shook out. Looked like a late, late game drive. Thought there was an opportunity where Derek Carr was going to be able to go down there, tie the game up, maybe go to overtime and potentially win it. And it just wasn't meant to be uh, through an interception at the end of the game. And that was a wrap. So uh, this this organization gave him a contract extension. So he didn't go into the 2022 season as a lame duck quarterback. 
and playing on the last year of his deal, but they also set it up so they can get out of it without too much, uh, you know, too much damage. $5 million in dead cap money is nothing. So Derek, he wanted to have the no trade clause so he can kind of control his own destiny. They gave him that, but they also put the out in there so they can get out of from underneath the contract if they so choose chose to. And that's exactly what they chose to do. So it's a new era. It's the first time ever me doing a podcast, me doing radio where I'm covering the Raiders. I mean, when I was in Central Texas, I was doing radio before Derek Carr was the quarterback of the Silver and Black. Matter of fact, I was pounding the table when I was at ESPN Central Texas that, you know what, I think Derek Carr would be a good quarterback for the Raiders. I remember that like it was yesterday, right? The Raiders went and got Khalil Mack in the first round of 2014 and Derek Carr in round two and I believe Gabe Jackson in round three. Really good draft for big Reggie McKenzie. I was in Central Texas then. Now I'm here in Las Vegas. I'm covering the Raiders on the daily, of course, doing the podcast. And this is the very first time that I've actually had to cover a quarterback search for the Raiders. So this is new territory for me as well. We're all going to learn together, and we're going to learn what Dave Ziegler, Champ Kelly, and Josh McDaniels are looking for in their next trigger man. But speaking of what they're looking for, well, we'll talk about the traits that they may should, or they should be actually looking for coming up in segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Before we get to that, though, do want to tell you about the title sponsor of the show, which is the Ultimate Football GM. And yes, today's episode is brought to you by them. And I know you've heard me talk about this mobile game app plenty of times. And if you've ever, ever wanted to be, well, basically Dave Ziegler, the GM of an NFL team, make the decisions, decide who your quarterback is, decide who your players are, trade them, hire the coaches, sign free agents, draft players, do everything you wanted to do. Ultimate Football GM is for you. It's completely free and playable offline. You can play on the go as you want and when you want to. And there's a locked-on league for you to compete against locked-on fans all over the world. So if you want to be the ultimate locked-on football GM, you can choose to do that. Choose the locked-on league in the app to join And, well, you can create your own football dynasty. All Locked On Raider podcast listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON. That's all caps. It's in the game store. Again, Locked On in all caps. Make sure you check it out today. You want to download that game. It's simple. Ultimate-GM.com or look it up on the app store. It's Ultimate-GM.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Want to jump into a conversation about the direction that the Raiders should be looking for their next quarterback. And I know there's plenty of different options they can go. They can go veteran. They can go rookie. They can go a combination of the both. They can go Jared Stidham. I mean, we talked about it for quite a while, and we're obviously going to continue to talk about it until the position gets filled. You know, and like I said, it could be filled by multiple different positions. It could be a veteran and a rookie. It could be just a rookie. It could be just a veteran. I mean, there's so many different options out there for Dave Ziegler and company. But I found this to be pretty interesting. On Tuesday, the final two head coaching positions were filled in the NFL, the Cardinals and also the Colts. The Colts, they hired offensive coordinator Shane Steichen from the Philadelphia Eagles, obviously coming off the Super Bowl loss 38-35 to the Chiefs. And then defensive coordinator Gannon actually got hired in Arizona by the Cardinals. But I want to talk about Shane Steichen. And when I was listening to his introductory press conference, because, well, that's what I like to do, something stood out to me. And it was when he was asked about the quarterback position. We all know 
that the Colts are looking for a quarterback as well, right? So what Shane Steigen had to say about the quarterback and what he's looking for in the in a quarterback and what a quarterback needs to be really stood out to me, and it made me think, wow, that should be exactly what the Raiders are looking for in their next guy. So this is what Shane Steigen had to say about the quarterback position and what the traits are that they should have to be a successful quarterback in the NFL. Check it out. Yeah, I think accuracy, uh, decision-making, and the ability to create are the three things that uh, I look at in a quarterback. Um, I think those all three things are very important, but obviously above the neck. I think the, you know, the players that I've been around, Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert and Phillip Rivers, uh, they all have one thing in common. They're obsessed with their craft. Uh, and if you can find that uh, in a quarterback, you're probably going to have some success. All right, so there it is right there. Accuracy, decision-making, and ability to create. Those three things right there. Accuracy, decision-making, and ability to create. That's what he's looking for in a quarterback. And you heard the quarterbacks that he rattled off right there. And So when I heard that, it made me think like, yes, that's basically what we've been talking about on this show, on the radio for quite a while, is those kind of traits. I didn't put it in those kind of words, but that's basically what we're talking about, a dynamic guy. You look at who just won the Super Bowl in Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, he has accuracy, his decision-making is great, and he has the ability to create, whether it's with his legs, with his arm, with his move in the pocket, whatever the case may be, he has that ability. That's what the Raiders should be looking for. If I'm Dave Ziegler, I'm jotting down those notes. I'm taking my little pad of paper, which I have right here. I'm taking it, and I'm looking and saying accuracy, decision-making, ability to create. That's what the next Raider quarterback needs to have. And I don't know if that's a guy that you go and draft in, in, in this upcoming draft in, in April. I don't know if that's a guy that you believe there is in the league right now that's a veteran where you would only have to you know pay some money to a guy. I don't know if that's a combination of the both. We know Aaron Rodgers has all three of those traits, right? Accuracy, decision-making, ability to create. He has all three of those. But we know it's going to take draft capital. We know it's going to take a lot of money to be able to have the Raiders land Aaron Rodgers. So is that the direction that they want to go? Or do they think a guy like Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levitz, Anthony Richardson, other, one of those guys are going to be in the draft that can do it? Like Bryce Young, he's got accuracy. He's got good decision-making. He has the ability to create. He's just, got, he's just small. And he's going to be drafted so high that the Raiders would have to trade, trade up to go get him. C.J. Stroud, he's got accuracy. He's got decision-making. His ability to create at times has been questioned. You know, there was a lot of times where uh, the guys at Ohio State, the folks at Ohio State, wanted him to create a little bit more with his legs, you know, just get a little bit creative and, and, and move the pocket a little bit. And he really didn't do it till the final game of the year against Georgia. And then he started to do it, and they said, wow, look what he could do. So he's got it a little bit, but it's kind of got to be pushed out of him. Will Levitz, his accuracy, a little suspect. Decision-making, Little suspect if you based off of what you saw last season from him. I mean, he he threw some interceptions to some teams that he had no business throwing interceptions to, like Vanderbilt, right? I mean, he struggled against Vanderbilt's defense where that shouldn't happen. So that's pretty questionable as far as I'm concerned. His uh, ability to create plays, yeah, I mean, he's he's got size and he's got athletic ability, so he can create in that direction. But is the accuracy and the decision-making, does that kind of take him out of the mix? Anthony Richardson. Well, we know he can create. Huh, that's the one thing we do know. He can create. We know his decision-making can be good at times. It's a little suspect at times. And his accuracy, same thing. He's a guy that's going to have to grow. So that's why when I look at these rookie quarterbacks, I look at Bryce Young and I look at C.J. Stroud and I say those are probably the best two. 
Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, they're, they they probably both have an opportunity to be good. And Anthony Richardson, I believe, has a super high ceiling. But do you have enough time to develop them? Will this new staff be around long enough to develop them if they don't get it right this year? Right? So, I mean, to me, it really just boils down to this. And this is just me. It boils down to you're either going Aaron Rodgers, you're going Bryce Young, or you're going C.J. Stroud. If that's what you're going to – if that's the traits that you're looking for, accuracy, decision-making, and – ability to create if you're looking for that you're looking for those three guys in my opinion now there might be someone later on in the draft that you look at you know a later round pick that you say no Q that guy could do that as well but most likely you're probably going to need a veteran to bridge that gap right and so do you have that ability to do that do you have a guy in mind that you can do that with but I think that when Shane Steigen the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts uh he said those those three traits that he was looking for started talking about Jalen Hurts, started talking about Philip Rivers, start you know talking about guys like that, guys that were able to do that. I think that's a big deal. Justin Herbert, he talked about right, and he's 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 developed quarterbacks. He really has, and those guys have those abilities. I mean, hell, look at what Justin Herbert does. You know, the Chargers they face the Raiders twice a year. You've seen Justin Herbert; he has all that accuracy. He has great decision making, and you know he has ability to create. Patrick Mahomes, I don't have to go in any more about him. Right, Joe Burrow's got that. Josh Allen's got that. And I'll say his decision-making has probably, you know, been a little suspect lately because he's turned the ball over quite a bit. But you know he's got the accuracy. You know he can be really good decision-maker, and he could definitely create. He just gets a little squirrely at times, you know, and just uh, he just lets it get away from himself and gets a little bit too anxious or, or believes in himself a little bit too much. But you know he's a hell of a quarterback. Lamar Jackson, I don't have to say anything. You know he's got it. He's got those three traits. Whoever the quarterback for the Raiders is going to be needs to have, in my opinion, those traits. Jalen Hurts, when he was coming out of college, for the most part, I felt like he had those traits. Did he need to work on some things a little bit? Absolutely. But he also had the work ethic to go do that. If the Raiders are going to find a guy that's outside of the first round, they've got to find a guy willing to put in the work like Jalen Hurts did. Because those three traits are the most important three traits of the Raiders' next quarterback. I want to see another guy behind center for the silver and black that could be their starting quarterback for the next nine, 10 years, like Derek Carr was. Take it to the next level. And, you know, and not to disrespect Derek Carr, again, I'm not going to do that. And I know someone's going to say, oh, you just did. No, I didn't. Accuracy, absolutely there. Decision-making, he was always coached up to do certain things, and he did it. I think his decision-making was great. His, uh, you know, ability to create, I think that's the only thing that you could say was suspect at times because he wasn't really willing all the time to – move around the pocket with his legs and get out of harm's way and either run for, you know, some yards or, like I said, move the pocket. He did it every once in a while, and we did it. It was like, oh, man, that was great. I wonder if DC is going to do it some more. He just didn't do it consistently enough. That would be the only knock I have on him. I think two out of those three traits are there for DC. It's just that ability to create because he's just not really willing to have that ability to create. So that's what I'm looking for, and that's what I think the Raiders should be looking for in their next quarterback those three tra- traits, and again, that came from uh, Shane Steigen, the new court, uh, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, and his introductory press conference when he said that it just it just went off like bing. It just I'm telling you, it, it just caught my attention. I thought that's absolutely right. That's exactly 
what the Raiders need. So that's all I got for you for segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Coming up in segment number three, your calls and texts. You're off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. Before we get to that, though, do want to tell you about FanDuel, and it is the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download, download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers Get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and three balls that are drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Your calls and texts straight off that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. Let's start things off with JTZ in the 209, Merced, California. He's calling to talk about what he thinks the Raiders should do with the number seven overall pick. Here he is, JTZ in the 209. Yo, what's good, Q? It's your boy JTZ from the 209, Merced. I uh, just wanted to call in. Um, Derek Carr is finally gone. Thank God. I uh, love the guy. Wish him nothing but the best. But honestly, let's keep it real. One playoff appearance in nine years. Two playoff appearances in nine years. Yeah. That's not going to cut it. But um, I'm hearing all the talks about, you know, moving up in the draft, trying to get a rookie quarterback, or trading draft capital for Aaron Rodgers. Um, personally, I if this were in my hands, I would personally move back in the draft. I would try to acquire some extra draft capital. I would try to, uh, you know, see... Who wants to move up for that seven round, uh, seventh round pick? Um, hopefully, we can get something out of it and maybe move back, but acquire a few extra draft picks. But I'm really big on trying to build up this this team, and I, and for some reason, call me crazy, I just really trust Dave Ziegler. Seems like a very smart individual that knows football, that you can see his passion for it just by what he's talking or getting interviewed. Like, you can tell this guy got a lot of tricks and just knows a lot about the game and how things work. I, I really trust in this man. And uh, I, I have a feeling he's going to pull something that's just going to make us all be like, you know what, that I'd, that's good. That's a, that's a good call. So just even by seeing who they drafted this last draft. And, you know, they got I think they got some quality players. Hopefully, with having such a high round uh, pick, you know, or high draft pick, you know, they can make something, make something out of nothing. All right, you. That's my two cents. Thank you for the call, my man. I appreciate you. And trading back could be a way to go. That's been something that's been suggested to me many times. Trade back, trade back, trade back. Get as many draft picks as possible and build that team up. Two things there. One, you've got to have a trade partner. Right. I mean, you've got to have somebody that wants to come up to that number seven spot. And if you got that, then cool. You got step one. Step two and problem two, maybe is, OK, if you do that, who is your quarterback going to be? 
Who is your guy, right? Are you going to go out and make a, a veteran move? Are you going to go get a guy? Or are you just going to continue to build that team up and maybe ride with Jared Stidham, right? I mean, that's that's the question you have to ask. And I'm not saying that that's a wrong answer. I'm just saying, I'm just kind of throwing it back at you. Okay, so what do you do with the quarterback position? If you trade out of that seventh spot, you don't go get Aaron Rodgers, then what, is it a Jimmy G situation? Is it Jared Stidham situation? Is it other? Do you draft a quarterback later in the draft? Uh, what, what do you do? That's the question. And, and again, as much as I want to see this team built up, and please believe I want to see both sides of the ball, especially the defense built up, the quarterback position is still going to be so sticking important. Until they figure that out, it's going to be hard to figure out the rest of the team. But thank you so much for that call. I appreciate you. It's good to hear from you. Next up, I got a text from Mike from the 862. He says, hey, Q, after 47 years with the Raiders, I had to move on. Look at the Chiefs and then the Raiders. They did their homework, traded up for Mahomes, brought him to a stable organization. Look at the results. The Raiders are run by an incompetent owner, in my opinion, and a bad head coach. They don't even have a quarterback in a difficult decision. I'm glad Derek stuck it to them for what they did to him. Derek always would get better after a year or two in the same system. Four different head coaches, six different offensive coordinators, and he was still pretty successful. I wish him well. He is so much better off getting out of that terrible organization. I'm mad at Al for giving the organization to his son, who has no clue. That's Mike in the 862, and I appreciate the text, my man. And I know you're not the only one that feels that way. And, you know, I I apologize that you feel that way. Um, You know, I think it is a good thing that Derek's gotten out of the organization. I think it's good that the organization's gotten away from Derek. You know, not because it's a he was a bad guy or anything. I just think that they were kind of stuck in a in, in a spot where they just knew what they had and they didn't feel like that they were going to get better. And why should he be the guy that takes the blunt of all the you know all the the criticism of the team? So he has an opportunity now to go somewhere and do some good things. And maybe it's a Matt Stafford effect. He goes to a team and wins a championship. Who knows? That's all he keeps saying is that's what he wants to do is win a championship. And now the Raiders have an opportunity to go and find their next guy. And if Joshua Daniels and Dave Ziegler can figure it out, great. If they can't, well, then it's back to the drawing board. And then it's going to be, you know, some more years of wondering what the hell is going on. And, you know, at some point they've got to figure it out, I would think. You know, if they don't, then it'll be some other team or some other uh, front office and some other staff around to try to figure out the quarterback position. But, I mean, it just it's kind of one of those situations, man. It is what it is. Uh, you've been around for 47 years, so obviously you were a Raider fan before Derek Carr, but don't want to be a Raider fan after Derek Carr. And that is completely 100% your decision. I'm not going to criticize you for it. Uh, I'll salute you and, you know, appreciate all the 47 years that you rock with the Raiders, and hopefully you'll find your way back. Hopefully you're just angry and, you know, you're, uh, you, know you, don't, you don't really mean what you're saying. But if you do, I respect that as well, right? Can't force anyone to to like a team uh, after some decisions that have been made, uh, you know, that you don't appreciate or you don't agree with. So it is what it is, but I do appreciate you chiming in and giving us your feedback. Thanks so much, my man. Next up, got a call from Fitz Raider in the 805. He's calling to talk about the quarterback position and what he thinks the Raiders need to do in his opinion. Here he is, Fitz Raider in the 805. AQ, first time caller here. This is, uh, I guess, Fitz Raider from the 805. I uh, just want to call in and talk a little bit about the quarterback situation we're in. Um, I have no doubt in my mind we need to uh, look for the future. We need to draft our guy this year, um, whether that's his Young or Shroud. I'm not a huge fan of Will Levis. He played at a small school. Um, I think our only option is either Young or Stroud for our future. But we do need to take care of this year, and I believe – I know you didn't like it on Monday podcast, but I think we need to get Jimmy G. He's a proven winner. Thinking the Lions for Super Bowl. 
Um, good Wimpstash. We need a winner. He was someone that our rookie can uh, learn under. Anyways, that's my uh, two cents, I guess. Thank you, Raider. Fitz Raider out. Thank you for the call, my man. And, yeah, I'm not on board with Jimmy G. For me, he's just not available enough, right? D.C. never missed games. He missed in 2016 after breaking his leg, obviously. He missed one regular season game in 2017, then two games this past season, but that's because he was benched. And that's it. In a nine-year career, he missed, you know, a handful of games max. Jimmy G missed a handful of games last season, (laughs) right? I mean, that's the thing. Jimmy G is so unavailable. I just can't get down with that. I get it. People say all the time he's a winner. He knows Josh McDaniel's system. He's this, that, and the other. Man, the guy's not available. Your best ability is availability, and I'm sorry, Raider Nation, he's just not available. Now, look, the Raiders might sign him. He might come to Las Vegas. He might ball out, and I might be on this podcast being like, man, Jimmy G's the guy. But until I see it, I just don't believe it, right? It's one of those things where you got to show me. Act like we're in the show me state. Show me, man. That's what I used to tell my mom all the time. Show me, man. <laughs> and that's what, that's, that's, that's what it's going to have to be when it comes to Jimmy G. You're going to have to show me, not that I matter, but you're going to have to show me before I believe he's going to be or could be that guy. Thanks so much for that call. I do appreciate you. Just got time for a couple more. Got a text from Caden in Reno. It says, yo, Q. It's Caden from Reno. Now it's official like a referee's whistle that Carr is gone. I personally think that we should draft C.J. Stroud. I think he is the best quarterback out of the draft. But I don't hate the idea of Rodgers as well. Either way, this is a big offseason for Josh and Dave. Also, last question. Do you listen to Pat McAfee at all? Q, keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it. That's from Caden in Reno. Thanks so much for the text, my man. And, yeah, I listen to Pat McAfee at times. And, funny, I was on uh, Radio Row, and our booth, our table, was actually blocking his uh, his FanDuel setup. And he talked about us a lot of times <laughs> on his show. And I didn't hear it all the time because a lot of times we were recording interviews or we were busy, so I didn't get a chance to hear it. But multiple people that I know and even guys that I work with was like, oh, yeah, Pat McAfee's talking about you guys right now. So uh, he's really good. Of course, he had Aaron Rodgers on on Tuesday, and then he went into his dark cave, or he said he's going into his dark cave. Sounds like Aaron Rodgers, the way he signed off on that, sounded like uh, he was done in Green Bay. I, I don't want to speculate too much, but we'll just have to wait and see, right? It's a wait-and-see uh, approach with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers, and I think, unfortunately, that's what it is every year. Wait and see. Nobody really knows what that guy has planned. But thank you so much uh, for that text, and maybe C.J. Stroud is that guy. Uh, I like his size better than Bryce Young. I think I like Bryce Young's ability more than CJ's, but his size is definitely a lot better. Thank you again. I appreciate you. Close things out with a call from Joe from Tennessee. He's calling to talk about the car release and shares his thoughts on what he thinks the team should have done. Here's Joe from Tennessee. Hey, Q. Joe from Tennessee again, man. Let's try this again. So anyway, the press is all out about the car being released. And like I said, it's like opening an old wound. Here's what I think we should have done. And I know it's gone, so we just have to deal with it. But you know... The smart move would have been to keep Carr for another year and use all the draft picks we got to get some, you know, a shutdown corner, linebacker, all the stuff we needed to do for the defense and maybe a tackle. You keep Carr for the second year. I know it wasn't perfect, but, you know, earlier last year, you talked about he was like a top 11 quarterback. That's pretty damn good, in my opinion, when it comes to ranking quarterbacks. And we all know he would have been better second year. The problem is what's going to happen now the smart move is probably going to go to for Aaron Rodgers, which means we lose at least one of our pieces of the three-headed monster plus draft capital. Or if we move up, we lose draft capital to get a rookie. And then who do we got? 
if you go at Mayfield or Tannerhill or anybody else, that's lateral moves at best from Carr. So now we're stuck with who knows what. So back to the thing about patience for the Raider Nation. I've been a, a Raider fan for about 50 years, and i got to tell you, my patience is short with this regime already. So whoever's back there next needs to throw for about 7,000 yards, have about 40 touchdowns to two interceptions, and we better make it and win the Super Bowl. Otherwise, I think we get rid of the whole regime. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I'm tired of this change and that change and what I consider stupid moves when we could have made much smarter ones. Anyway, have a good one, Q. Go Raiders. Just win, baby. Thank you for the call, my man. And I'll say this, and, and if you were listening to the show uh, last offseason, once the Raiders went and got Devontae Adams and Joshua Daniels is the head coach, I swore up and down. Derek Carr would have another season. You know, after they gave him that contract extension, uh, a lot of people looked at it, including myself, and said, well, they can get out of, out of it after one year. And I said, yeah, they could, but they won't. Derek Carr is always better than the second year, but clearly this, this front office, this staff, this coaching staff, did not believe he was worth the $40 million that he's going to have guaranteed. So they thought the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. They moved on, and so here we are, right? And now it's going to be interesting to see all the storylines are out there, who's going to be the next Raiders quarterback in Las Vegas. That's going to be the biggest question. Is it going to be a veteran? Is it going to be a rookie? I know it's going to get tiring to talk about it, but that's where we are right now. That's got to be the biggest shoe to drop when it comes to the silver and black. Of course, we'll pay attention to see where Derek Carr ends up, but at the end of the day, man, he's no longer a Raider quarterback, so he's not going to be a heavy part of the discussion here on this show or a heavy part of the discussion on my radio show because now he's not part of the team anymore so not trying to just kick him to the curb but just like everything else you got to move on and that's exactly what we're going to do again here on the podcast and on the radio show Raider Nation Radio 920 Unnecessary Roughness that's all I got time for for today's show again uh, thanks a lot for bearing with me I apologize for having up the show a little bit later than normal but it was Valentine's Day took the wife out hung out with some of our friends from Texas had a lot of fun so I do appreciate you rocking with me and of course I thank you so much for making the show your first listen each and every day remember you can find the Lockdown Raider Podcast free and available on all platforms so until tomorrow Raider Nation take care of yourself take care of your family love on your family most importantly as always just win, baby.